The opinions expressed on this podcast are not meant to be disseminated as medical advice. If you need additional clarification or have questions, consult a mental health professional in your area. Hello, and welcome to 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, the podcast where a comedy writer, that's me, James Breakwell, and a psychologist... Uh, that's me. Hey, <laughs> Steve. <laughs> Try to solve your long-running uh, yeah. relationship issues yeah. in ten minutes or less. You know what? That was pretty good for us. For our bottom shelf <laughs> standards, for as bad as today has been with recording other podcasts, we're going to take that intro and we're just going to run with it instead of re-recording it to get it perfect, like we usually do. Exactly. All right. I, I've never heard the phrase "that's pretty good for us" and feel <laughs> crestfallen. <laughs> but okay. Well, here's a question that we'll do a much better job with than our intro. I am a 25-year-old male in a poly relationship. Me and my fiancé, 23-year-old female, live together and see people on the side from time to time. A few years back, she even had another partner, but that is neither here nor there. This is more for backstory than anything else. My question is really regarding someone I recently met on an unspecified dating app, 25 female. We established pretty much right away that I'm not in the market for another relationship. At some point, she asked uh, how pushy for a lack. Uh, she asked how pushy for a lack of better terms I wanted her to be, and I absentmindedly said she could be very pushy. I realized I actually don't want her to be as pushy as I originally said. How do I ask her to dial dial it back without being rude? Uh, and okay, and then there's an addendum to this. He said I struggle with PG words here, but just in case there's any confusion about dating app girl, it's a casual sex kind of thing going on. All right, Steve, I have a feeling you're going to be very confused by this questioning, but please take your best crack at it. So let me get this straight. I think what he means to her is that he is not looking for another primary. Yeah, Uh, that that, that would uh, would be my interpretation, yes. Okay, but he is is, uh, DTF, as they would say on Jersey Shore. (laughs) You know more more acronyms than I thought you would know. Well, I think that's what he means, because as she gets pushy, does he mean that she should keep pursuing this external relationship or this uh, secondary relationship and he hasn't quite taken the plunge yet? Like, we need to define these terms, James. But let's let's oh, let's ahead. set up let's set, set up the ground rules. So we're arguing over the same thing. Let's assume that he told her, yes, you can be pushy and pursuing me to maybe be in a primary relationship with her instead, or maybe to make it a relationship instead of just being a friends with benefits. And so he said, yes, pursue me aggressively. And now he's saying, back it off. I just want to be DTF, but maybe nothing more than that. I think that's I think he wants to keep her at arm's length. Whereas before he had implied or expressly said she could push for more. Well, if that's the case, he's violating one of the cardinal rules of Polly. Like uh, the the rule is you you have your people and then you have your secondary people. And if he's kind of open to having a potential primary warming up in the bullpen, I think that is a violation of trust and the implied contract with his primary. And so that... I, I I doubt that's what he means, because otherwise he wouldn't really be living a true poly lifestyle. He would just be kind of swinging and uh, he and his partner doing whatever with no real implied 
foundational relationship at the core, okay. if that makes sense. So is there an alternate interpretation for this question? This is this is all foreign to me. So you you do marriage counseling. I assume you see some non-traditional arrangements. Why don't, sure. why don't you walk through what, what he could be meaning with this? What I believe he means, what I believe, well, I am a little bit confused by it because uh, if he sort of has his cadre of secondary relationships, his fun relationships filled, then I don't know why he's kind of keeping her on the hook. I don't. The, the fact that I'm confused by this makes me wonder if somebody who's like 25 and 23, if a couple that young can really fully understand and embrace like uh, everything the poly community sort of holds sacred because there have to be some there have to be some cardinal rules otherwise it would be a free-for-all and people would be getting hurt and there'd be a lot of emotional entanglement and upheaval so i i do kind of wonder if my confusion is based on that the, the he and his uh, primary his fiance or his uh, girlfriend are kind of making up the rules as they go along and i do wonder about the long-term health of that relationship if that's true that was an excellent pivot there if you don't understand what's going on you blame the youth it's like i i have the right answer i have the wisdom here it's the kids who are confused that's uh that was an excellent power play there um I'm going to go a different, maybe, maybe we're, we're taking this in the complete wrong direction. Maybe like pushy is like literally pushy. Maybe it's a fetish thing. Maybe he likes to be pushed. Yeah. <laughs> it's just oh, short ledges, tall ledges, cushions, no cushions, whatever you got. Is it? <laughs> Hold on. Let me take it out of the cartoonish realm and say maybe there is like he likes to have some power play, some role playing with her being more dominant and him being more submissive. Well, that would be a very different question. <laughs> that is not what, I mean, I guess it could, this question could mean literally anything. I think, I think our interpretation of this question is going to say way more about us than it ever is about these two people and the third person and however many people are involved. <laughs> I wonder that at this point, if, it, if this causes this much confusion for us in just a few sentences, I wonder if they should even be calling themselves Polly. Maybe they're all just casually dating. If they were casually dating, right. then it, what's the big deal? You hook up with this person. Person, you're a little more emotionally connected with them. You hook up with that person. You're not as emotionally connected. You connect up. You hook up with that person. They push you for some reason. That's you know. Everybody goes around. <laughs> just keep it like that. No strings attached. Every I feel like I feel like no strings attached is a very easy number of strings to understand. But this is like. But this is more than one string attached. It's like a weird, uneven number of strings attached. I think that's what's going to bring uh, bring the confusion. And uh, I don't know what's I don't know what's going to happen if Wait, we check. What's the difference between what? I was not attacking the youth. I was attacking the arrangement in general. And I'm saying at any age, be you 95 or be you 15, I think calling yourself primary and setting up one relationship as primary and the other, you know, the, the whole whatever poly structure was, it's pretty complicated. Maybe you just call it date who you want. We're not monogamous. Maybe that is the, the simpler terminology. And don't youth shame, Steve. Don't do it. Oh, God. Well, <laughs> at least put out an answer to his basic question, which is, how do I tell somebody to back off when I would like for them not to leave, but to just pump the brakes, just power down a little bit? What say you on that, Mr. Expert? I'm going to make this super easy. It's like, hey, I still want to bang, 
but you got to cool it on the pushy stuff. <laughs> and if they're okay, and if they're okay with that, they stop being pushy and they still bang. And if they're not cool with that, they're gone. And apparently, there's a lot of people in this equation, so I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal. It just sounds like he's not very invested in this person. I don't think there's a lot of investment in any direction on this side relationship. So just lay it out there. Oh, you know what I'm going to invest in? Any Hallmark cards that you are authoring from now on, James. <laughs> that was so beautiful. That oh. would, man, that would, think of, of how much miscommunication that would solve. Okay, a few weeks ago or months ago, I don't know when we record these anymore, you were the one who was, was saying, hey, employee, you smell, get some soap, go hose off in the yard. <laughs> that was your whole thing about being direct. And now I'm saying in this super low stakes relationship where it'd be totally cool if neither of them ever saw each other again, maybe just lay it out. They're not paying each other. There's no, there's no laws governing this relationship. There's no HR department. This is a, this is a million times simpler to be directly honest than in the other situation i know i know i know and yet just the mellifluous way that you laid that out for the gal i think uh, it feels like you've done this before james that's all i'm saying you know you're like cyrano de bergerac with your words maybe i do need to make some greeting cards maybe that is my missed calling oh, and i can finally God. i mean it can't let, let me put it this way I can't possibly make less money with that than I make on this podcast. So really. I, I, when I was a struggling young writer, I got paid to write scripts for dirty Christmas cards, like Christmas what? videos, like uh, video cards. Yeah, true story. How, we have done like a thousand podcast episodes together. How have you never once in all of our random, sprawling, meandering conversations, how have you never mentioned up that you wrote pornographic Christmas cards? I don't. I haven't thought about it in years until you. We just started talking about you writing. I want to bang Hallmark cards. Man, okay. So give me the man. We're we're at time, but like I need to know everything about this. Give me the. Give we're, me the. We're gonna. Have, what, let's save it for wrong and wronger next week. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, we we'll, we'll actually people actually listen to this podcast. So now if you're listening to this, you've got to go and fish through those wrong and wronger episodes because we finally have something to talk about over there. All right, let's get out of this one. Okay, well, if you have a question you'd like to send in and baffle us with, uh, send it in to jamesbreakwell at explodingunicorn.com. That's Exploding Unicorn with the E. Uh, It doesn't have to be a marriage question. It can be uh, platonic friends, uh, coworkers, whatever you've got. Send it in. This has been another week of 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, and that's 10 Minutes of Your Life. You'll never get back. 